All right, good evening. Today's daf is daf Vav in Meseches Maid Cotton. We are up to the fourth line, Reb Yudaimer. And we're going to fin- wrap up this conversation here, uh, dealing with the markers that must be put out um, in places where there is potential Tumma. So here we go. Reb Yudaimer, Reb says, Ajiyusham Zakein Ay Talmud. That if you have a field with a suffix, whether there is tumma in that field, unless you have a Talmud Chacham tell you, clarify for you, that there's no tumma in that specific location, or an elderly person who's aware of the history and the going-ons and knows with clarity uh, where the tumma and Tara is in that town, you have to assume that if it's plowed over, there's tumma. Again, there's tumma unless a very knowledgeable person comes along and tells us otherwise. Why? Because not every yankel in the street is a bucky, is an expert in exactly where the places of Tuma are. You see from here a very important message, and that is when you have learned people in a city, it's their, it's their achrayas, it's their responsibility to know the goings-on in that city, to know, to make sure, I know where the tum is, I know where the tar is, I know exactly where the local cemetery is, where a person possibly could have been buried. All the areas that can impact halacha for a person, it is the achrayas, the responsibility of those who carry the banner of Torah to make themselves aware of these matters. Amr of says, if you find one tzion, one um, marker of stone, so what do you assume then? That uh, right next to, it says underneath it, but it means right, right next to it as well is tamish. Time if you have two stones, so if you have plaster between them, which would, which would mark, we would think is marking off Somebody mom is being buried underneath that plaster. So binayim tamei underneath the plaster between the two stones is tamei. If it means it binayim, if there's no plaster between them, binayim tar. And between them is going to be tahar. What are we going to assume that each stone, each tzion stands on stands by itself, and right in front of it has the tuma, but not in between it. Is this true even if there's no plowing done between the two markers? If you find one stone marker, <coughs> so right next to it or underneath it is Tameh. If you find two, then it depends. Now, before we said it depends on the plaster. Says the says the Brisa here, if there's plowing that took place between the stones, then you could assume in between them is Tahar. Okay, because you don't know for sure that there was tum in the first place, and even if it was plowed over, Seder, you know, if you have somebody working there, they're going to make sure that they're not going to plow in an area where there is a buried person. But if there's not, um, you know, if you don't have plowing done between them, it's tummy. So it says, ask the Gemara a question. You see, it's dependent on the plowing. It's not dependent on the plaster. Answers the Gemara, I'm Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, he says, I'll tell you, it depends. When you have a plaster that is perfectly, um, that was perfectly placed on top of the tzion, on top of the markers, and then it seems that they kind of fell off in between, off the marker, and now it's in between the two, sto- the two markers, 
So then we say, If there's plowing done between them, then you could assume in between them is tahar because the original plaster that was there in the first place does not represent a buried person. We'll say, listen, the, the reason why there's plaster there at all is only because the plow went knocked off some of the plaster that was on the actual stone, but it has nothing to do with somebody being buried there. But if it has not been plowed, then Sid, the Baini Bainihu Vitame, we're going to consider it to be uh, plaster that was specifically put there between the stones because somebody is buried there and they are Tame. Amar Ravasi, Ravasi says, Mitzad Echad Tziyan. Listen to this, very interesting. If you have a marker on one side of the field, who Tame Vachola Sadakula Tahira, we just assume there's a buried person next to the marker, but the whole field. It remains tahar. Only next to the tzian is a problem. Shnayim two tzianim. Okay, so meaning two. There's a tzian on two sides of the field. Same thing. Shleisha three sides of the field. Only next to the markers are tamei v'chol sadekula tahira, and everything else is tar. Arba, but if you have four, hein tar v'chol sadekula tamei. They are the. Then we say, listen, if you're going to have a tzion on each side of the field, that must be marking off, letting people know that the entire field is tamei. So right next to them is actually going to be tar because nobody buried there, but. The rest of the field is Tameh. The Yomar Mar, because the Tana taught us, Ein Marchik and Siyam Yimakam Toma, Shaloi Lahavsid Es Eretz Yisrael. We don't want to put up unnecessary markers, nor do we want to put markers too far away from any Tumah that's buried there, because we don't want to waste any land in Eretz Yisrael. Beseder, Gavaldik, two dots, end of that discussion. Beautiful. Next part of the Mishnah told us that the Bezdin would send out messengers on Cholamayr to take to deal with the Klayim. says the says the Gemara of They went out to check to make sure there was no Klayim in the fields. Now the Gemara is going to get into this. Like why in the world does this need to happen on Cholamayr? Why Cholamayr are we sending this out? What's the logic? What's the Svara? Why particularly this time of year? And why particularly on Cholamayr? Says the Gemara, Did we really send people out for to check the climb of Cholamayr? I'm going to ask you a contradiction. Here is what it says in the Mishnah. Listen to this. On So the Bezdin would send out messages about giving the half shekel and make sure there's no climb that grew up. In the 15th day of Adar, Karnas and Megillah Bekrochem, they would read the Megillah in the, in the walled cities, Vyaitz and the Kaveits, Esadrach and the Sakhan Erechavis, and the Bezdin would be sending out people to clear off the roads from the twigs, from the sticks, make sure there's no potholes, everything needs to be ready for Klal Yisrael to be Eile Regal within the next 30 days on Pesach, to make sure the mikvahs have proper amount of water, and take care of whatever the Rabbim needs, and they would mark off the graves, starting from the 15th day of Adar as well, and they would go out and check for Klayim, and get rid of it, so you see, when did they check for Klayim? On the 15th day of Adar, not on Cholamayit Pesach, Answers the Gemara, two answers. Rabbi Lozav, Rabbi Yaisi, Barachanina, Chad Omar, one man, the Omar says, Kam B'Kabr, Kam B'Af. It all depends. It all depends very logically. I'll pay logic, right? One's a, er, earlier growths and one's for later growths. But the earlier growths, make sure there's no climb on those already starting from the 15th day of Adar. The later growths, that, that we're going to do on Cholamayit. 
The Chadomar, another opinion is Kambizraim, Kambirakis. One's dealing with grains and one is dealing with vegetables. Okay, so we're dealing, so the grains are going to come at one time at, at uh, one point of the year and the vegetables are going to be inspected by the other time of the year. The vegetables are going to be checked on Cholamayid while the grain is going to be checked on the fifth, starting from the 15th day of Adar.